yourself cheat every day. Who just got housing, hard and stuck and does whatever he wants to know a man is somebody who is committed to becoming the best version of himself at all times. Yo, what's up, fam? This is your boy, Robert Marshall. Yo, I'm so excited. Welcome to the I Am Man podcast, the space where every man's voice uh, can be heard, deserves to be heard, will be heard. Yo, I'm so excited because we've been kicking off um, our third season of our podcast. And listen, I want to thank all of you who have been faithful listeners and watchers of our podcast. Listen, we're going, we're growing. People are hearing about it and people, you know, it's, we're, we're out here doing the thing. And listen, we, we've had some amazing guests so far and I promise you today's guests will not fail. Now I have to tell you now we have been going strong and we have some major, major interviews that are going to be taking place, some shows up this season. Um, but one of these things, I'm really excited about this guest tonight uh, because he is a articulate man that is changing the world. Literally, I see him uh, doing his thing all over social media. He is he is well respected, well degreed. And listen, I'm excited to have the doctor. I, I want to know, is there a doctor in the house somewhere? Yo, um, is there a doctor? And I think we do have a doctor who's going to be able to talk to us, to shed some life. Yo, listen, he's a motivational speaker. He's a man of faith. Um, he's a philanthropist. He's an author over multiple times. Um, and man, listen, I don't I haven't had the chance to know him purposely. He's one of those exclusive men where you got to kind of go through his assistant and his administrator to kind of get to him. But listen, it was well worth it. Yo, I'm excited to welcome to the I Am Man podcast. No other than I felt like I was in church, right? The no other than I present to some and introduce to others. Listen, no other than doctor somebody shout doctor eddie connor yo what's up man how are you <laughs> what's going on bro what's up dr connor you live up to your last name you're literally marshalling us into manhood so listen why see listen here we go already <laughs> our pro prolific man are you kojic are you like I, I know you're a man of faith like are you from are you kojic at all or I, i'm i'm baptic kojic costal i'm baptic kojic costal tell me what that is <laughs> I'm, I'm a hybrid of all three uh man baptist roots uh grew up in kojic as well and you know, Pentecostal. So uh, wherever the spirit moves, I'm I'm with it. Listen. Oh, yeah. That's because you're in Detroit, right? In the D, man. What yeah, up, that's what because, yeah, y'all y'all a little bit. You just <laughs> church when you just you just church in Detroit. It don't matter who. Okay. Every, you know, y'all got everybody in Detroit. Y'all got the Clark sisters. You got, you know, everybody else and they mama. And, you know, you got everybody in the D. So listen. Yeah, you can't help but be Baptocostal Kojic. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help but to be singing in church, man. That's what it is. Man, that's what it is, man. Now, listen, I know you're a man of faith, man. And I, I've, you know, I've seen your stuff on Instagram, on Facebook. Like, man, you're getting all these awards and people, you know, you're in magazines and you're on, you know, all types of stuff. I'm, I, I want the people to know who we are talking to today. Man, tell us who are you talking to? Like who who are we talking to? Like where did you come from? What's your story, man? 
Yeah, you know, I, I really sincerely believe uh, that service is the rent we pay for the space we occupy. And so uh, being a servant leader is what it's all about, uh, is, is really what I do uh, as a, I've written 14 books now. Wait, hold on. Uh, wait a minute. Wait, wait. The, I ain't going to let you skip past that. What? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> How in the world? Do you find the time to write 14 books? I, I've underachieved. I, uh, <laughs> like, I've, I've underachieved for sure. Like, I want to be like, nigga, for 14 books? Like, but you the doctor. I can't say that. I'm a pastor. No, I'm sorry. I can't say that. Oh, my 14. Now, I've written about six. And yes. you... Yes. You got fourteen. That's like, more than most. Like you, what what are you doing? Like, what, like, do you just sit and write all day? I'm sorry, I'm I'd have messed up your whole introduction. I'm sorry, doctor. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Is uh, I, I I only write based on inspiration. So if I'm not inspired, I'm not writing anything. But uh, so I've I've only been inspired fourteen times. Uh, so uh, you know, I as I said, writing books. Uh, whether it's preaching in churches or whether it's uh, spiritual as well as the secular arenas, speaking truth to power. Uh, when you think about social justice and and really uh, caring for the least, the lost, the left out, the overlooked, the underserved, the underrepresented. And then uh, professor at a college, uh, done a lot of guest lecturing around the country, whether it's been at Georgetown, whether it's been at uh, Mary Grove College, whether it's been at Wayne County Community College District, many of those colleges as well. And uh, it developed a, a mentoring program for our young brothers called Boys to Books, empowering young men through literacy, leadership, life skills, and enrichment. Worked in Congress for a few years as an assistant, and we developed a uh, resolution that President Obama created to uh, develop My Brother's Keeper. And so uh, just doing the work, I uh, grew up in Kingston, Jamaica, yeah, uh, man. Well, yeah, man. Real thing, man. Yeah, and, real uh, thing. Real uh, thing. Faced one of my greatest hurdles, circumstances, and challenges. Uh, diagnosed with with stage four cancer at the age of fifteen. Uh, we we had the movie The Color Purple on the screen. I tell you, just like see Sophia. All my life, I had to fight. Yeah. And so to bounce back from a setback, to find the can of cancer, and to believe uh, Psalm one eighteen seventeen says, "I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord." I'm blessed. 2023 marks 23 years being cancer free. What? Yes, sir. Now, I'm normally not stunned. I I, I have to be honest. <laughs> I'm normally not speechless, but speech. Look, I'm messing up my words. Speechless, but no, I'm normally not speechless. But let me you. So you wrote 14. You've written 14 books. Number one, you you worked in government. You've helped push through legislation. You have you're you're out here like with mentoring young people. You done fought fought cancer, dude. Like, like beam me up, Jesus. It's like what else is there to do in life? Like <laughs> what like like what what else is there to do? Like you you're 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 doing it. How old are you? Mind? Can I ask how old are you? I'm a, I'm older than Michael B. Jordan, younger than Michael Jordan. Yo, okay, I like I'm that. I'm older than uh, I'm older than Jaden Smith, younger than Will Smith. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. 
I love, I mean, I, yeah, I like you already. See how articulate <laughs> he is and see how he does it. You, or you must be running for an office sometime soon. You you got to be. That's a That was the most political answer that I've heard. I, I, no well no office would be out. I worked in Congress, so I saw how dirty of a game it is. I want no parts of it. Listen, man, you sound articulate <laughs> enough to play the game, though. You sound articulate. Yes, answer, but no answer at the same time, man. Yeah, yo, you're you're out here, man. So, so what? Like, what has what? Like, what pushes you? Like, you're uh, well over. No, I don't want to call you an overachiever, but you are somebody who is out here doing it. Like, where? does your motivation come from? Where does, where, where does that come from? Because like there's so many men or so many people out here in general who wish and dream and they make new year resolutions and they make plans, they get the vision boards, uh, but uh, oftentimes lack execution. And, and, and when that happens, their dreams become nightmares and they wind up living um, their worst nightmares because they have all this dream, all these dreams that never um, actually actualize, come to life or manifest because they lack execution. So mm. I believe something has to push you. Like you have to know your why. You got to know why you are doing these things. And I'm just curious to know why. Yeah, good question. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I have overachieved. Uh, I'm, I'm the least likely. Uh, I was, uh, you know, my favorite two classes of school were gym and lunch. You know, I love to chase the girls in gym and then sit down and eat whatever lunch. Uh, my, my grades reflected that. My guidance counselor told me uh, when I was 17 years old that I wasn't going to go to college. Don't think about community college. Pick up a trade. Mm. The same lady who told me I'd never go to college had to show up to my graduation from college uh, to where now I've officially earned a Ph.D. But for her, it stood for a play A degree. And it, it came from uh, everything I'm not became everything I am. My, my, my biological father never visited me one day in the hospital when I was battling cancer. The people I thought were praying for me were literally praying on me, sitting on the sideline, expecting my demise. Nobody thought much of me, much less I didn't think much of myself. And I'm a living witness that if you think little of yourself, you'll do little for yourself. But when you change your mind and begin to think much of yourself, you'll think much. When you think much of yourself, you'll do much for yourself and other people as a result. Um, I, I think motivation is what gets you going, but determination is what keeps you growing. And I had to move into a place of determination to move into a level of execution. Uh, I, I was the biggest procrastinator in life. You know, I would read uh, I, I'd wait till finals in college to read a 300 page book and then throw the book at the wall and be mad at myself only. And so when I move from a level of procrastination to execution, say, uh, procrastination is the false belief that God's going to give you another opportunity to do what he told you to do today. I can't move into a place of arrogancy. I have to do it, move into a place of effectual change each and every single day, getting better, growing, holding myself accountable, having other accountability partners uh, to make sure that I meet the standard that I know I need to set for myself. Well, guys, this was the Good Podcast Show. I thank everybody for joining us. Uh, the doctor, you know, made the Lord watch between me and B while we're absent. I haven't heard that one in a long time. While we're absent, Man. one from, one another. from another. You know, there there was one that my uh, my uh, grandmother used to say. She said, "Now, now unto him." 
that is able yes, to sir. keep us from falling <laughs> yes, and to sir. present us faultless with exceeding joy. Be, be oh Jesus, I don't forget. The only wise God. To the only wise God. This podcast. Yes, sir. Power on this day. Listen, 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 <laughs> I, man, dude, man, I, 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 I am amazed. Like I, I am amazed at your works, and you're, man, you're slick with this tongue stuff. Like you you got it like so growing up like that man how did you how how were you able to uh artic how have you been able to articulate and tell your story the way you have um i met somebody today and uh as i was speaking at a school and it was a young brother sharp brother and he talked about the power of telling telling your story and he often said one of the reasons why um, uh, many men's and black and brown men's stories are not told is because we don't typically know how to articulate them. And so our narrative is not um, uh, is not uh, seen. It's not heard. Um, and when you do have someone who is daring to speak up, it kind of gets lost in the hustle and bustle of everybody else's story. So I'm, I'm curious how have what has equipped you to be in order to tell your story the way you have? And how have you used that to help other people tell theirs? Yeah, um, I think it really is coming from a place of um, I had to write my my book. My book, first book that I wrote was called Finding the Can of Cancer. And it was literally me writing a book with a dial and a dream of my name in a dorm room, doing what I didn't feel like doing. My mother told me I got to write my story. It's not for me. It's to bless somebody. And I realized mm-hmm. at that time, Somebody's waiting for me to become who I am so they can become who they're supposed to be. Mm. And once I began to start writing my story, I began to get on platforms to be able to share it. And I've shared it so much that it's become so, in many cases, routine and ingrained uh, within me uh, that it takes me back. It gives me flashback images and, and elements of my life every single time that I begin to share it. And so I think we have to develop what is our why. Uh, who are we? Where are we going? Uh, who do we want coming f- with us? What does our journey look like? Most people don't take the time to ask those questions, to be metacognitive, to think about what they're thinking about, to be introspective, to be a reflection type of oriented individual. Um, and, and as a result of it, we, we stay stifled and stymied. Uh, there's a quote that suggests there's a crown over our head that one day we'll grow tall enough to wear. And that's not just physically, it's socially, it's emotionally, it's intellectually, it's spiritually down those alleys of life, so to speak. And I think as we do the work internally, as we begin to develop and, and classify and share our story, the oral tradition of who it is that we are and where we come from and why it is that we've experienced these vicissitudinous trials, then we'll be able to uh, uh, be able to speak truth to power and share it unabashedly and unashamedly. Um, you know, like they say, if you tell my story is journalism, but if I tell my own story is a testimony. Let me go get a dictionary for and... <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> do you get do you just kind of have this stuff in your pocket, like already just like bam, like I'm ready. I like you just you just bring it out like. How, how how do you how do you how do you do this? I'm I am literally amazed as someone who speaks and travels. I'm like, yeah, don't put me on a lineup with him. Don't don't do that. Like, <laughs> don't, don't put me up. No, it's, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. 
I'm like, don't don't put me up on the lineup with that. But the, I was, I, you said one other word that I couldn't even. I was like, who? I have like I haven't heard that word since uh, uh, graduate school. Like, okay, well let's 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 go back <laughs> where I had to pull out my phone and try to fill up the dictionary. I said, okay, what? Well, well, oh, man, well. You got it. So, man, tell me about your mentor, your passion for mentoring. Um, why do yeah. you think mentoring is so important? I think it's important. Um, I think life teaches you in two ways, mistakes and mentors. It's better for you to learn from the mistakes of a mentor than for you to bump your head in and make your own. So um, understanding that uh, we have a responsibility to give back. We've got to be accountable to our brothers. We have to realize that we are our brother's keeper, our sister's protector. And so I grew up without a father uh, when I when he was there, when he was when he was present physically, he was absent spiritually, socially and emotionally. And so uh, to, you know, thanks be to God that I was able to have other positive male mentors come into my life and help me along the way. But there was always a gaping hole in my life to where the 13, 14, 15 year old boy, the trauma of what it is that I experienced was not uh, affirmed. Mm. And so uh, being able to give back to help other young brothers move forward and stand in proxy for an absentee father uh, to show them that reading is not an effeminate thing. Uh, you can get an education. Uh, you can uh, lead and succeed. And, and none of that makes you less than a man. It makes you all that more. And so um, I, I, I just took the time to share and uh, to create an after school program called Boys to Books, uh, empowering young brothers through literacy, leadership and life skills enrichment. Show them, yes, you know, the, the hard tactical things of life, but also the soft skills. How to look at somebody in the eye and have confidence and shake their hand and introduce yourself. Uh, how to tie a tie and be tied to success. How to actually uh, wear a tailored suit and not just wear a suit when you're going to meet a judge, uh, how to connect with a police officer and not let it be your first time when you get handcuffed. Uh, so to show our, our brothers that there's value in themselves, they got to love themselves and know their worth. That's not just for sisters. It's for bold, bright, brilliant brothers as well. Mm. Bold, bright, brilliant brothers as well. Yo, that's, 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 that's dope, man. I what I'm, I'm curious to know, like what, what feeds your soul? What is, what is it something that, what is something that you do for, you know, you sound like you give out a lot. What is something that you do to feed you, to give you life, like to strengthen you? Yeah. Uh, over the years, uh, I've gotten better with self-care um, because I, I realized that I got to put myself on my schedule. And I, I gotta put me first. Me. I gotta put me first. <laughs> I just about to, I gotta put me first. <laughs> I, I think that's the inward cry of most men, but we we so tough that we won't even tap into it. But I, I realize you can't pour from an empty cup, yeah. and so many times we're we're giving ourselves to to we're we're we got people in our lives who are making more withdrawals than deposits, and as mm -hmm. a result, we always end up bankrupt uh, as a recourse, and so. Uh, whether it is uh, eating right, whether it is the, the, the proper sleep, whether it is uh, just taking some time to meditate, uh, powering down the phone and power down all that other stuff. 
And uh, it's something I religiously do. I just go, I go to the gym. I, I know I'm doing some hard labor or work and picking up weights and this, that, the other. But it becomes a second sanctuary for me uh, as a way to, to relieve stress. And, uh, you know, to, to tap into uh, opportunities to explore mental health and uh, just to better myself, you know, whether that's reading as well. So better yourself. How oh, much man. better can you be, bro? Like <laughs> how much better can you be? I, I, I am. I am. I'm not flashy because I'm flawed. So <laughs> I'm trying to get better. If you open the doors of the church, I, I will gl- gladly step on in, brother. <laughs> I'm not trying to get better for sure. I'm not flashy because I am flawed. <laughs> I don't know whether to write a book or to get ready to preach a sermon. I don't. I don't. I, I just don't know. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't know. Like which I don't. I don't know. What like I, you? You have these one liners. Like you just like. <laughs> like you know and i'm like i'm not ready i, I didn't come prepared for this like i didn't Man, come you, prepared you, you throw an alley-oop i got a dunk so dude well i like it now 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 you're talking my language <laughs> now you throw the ball yes, i'm sir. not gonna miss like right I, i'm not gonna miss i i hear that Thanks. I, I hear that, man. So you succeeded in a lot of things and I, I'm honored to even have the chance to talk to you, man. What would you say to the brother that's out there, let's say who, who maybe hasn't accomplished all that he desires uh, and he feels like he's a failure. He looks on social media. He looks at his family sometimes and maybe they're disappointed. He thinks they're disappointed and he's looking at his dreams and it's like, yo, I'm not doing or I'm not, I'm not doing what uh, I feel like I need to be. I'm not where I am in life, financially, socially, physically, economically, spiritually, relationally. All right. What, what would you say to him? You know, I think comparison is a thief of joy and, um, one thing that I believe is that um, sometimes we're competing with people we need to be learning from. And so I think uh, understanding that relationships are the new currency. Uh, who is it that's within my sphere of influence? Who should I reach out to that I, I, am in, I admire or I am inspired by? Then also, what's in, what's in, my, what's in my throes of control? What two or three things can I do now? to move the needle in my life. Uh, And I believe it begins with your mindset. You know, a new year means nothing with the same old mindset Mm -hmm. and being able to take your your life to the next level to hold yourself accountable. There's some things that we've dropped the ball on. There's some things that we need to develop uh, with our mental uh, health, with our uh, relationships, with how we view ourselves, with how we affirm ourselves. And oftentimes we will remain stifled looking at other people live their life when it's a highlight reel, we think that's their, that, 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 that's their life every single day. We got, one thing we got to realize is that social media is, is, is nothing but more than an ESPN highlight reel. Everybody shows the, the good things that they do, but nobody really shows the struggle. It's, it's like, Drake, you wasn't with me when I was shooting in a gym. And so I think right. you got to find what it is that is your specific gym for you to become a gym. Maybe it's you developing your 501c3 nonprofit organization. Maybe it is you building your business. Maybe it is you writing that book. What have you procrastinated on? What have you been negligent with that you now need to stir up your gift? 
And I believe uh, as you stir up your gift, it's going to create room for you uh, and bring you before great men and women as a result. Well, let's let's like like. Man, I, I always say this to people that. Your decisions determine your destiny, right? But, mm-hmm. And oftentimes, yeah, I'm uh, in my head. I'm trying to think as many one liners that I, I can to match, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of match your energy tonight, you know, during this show. So, uh, yeah, your decisions—that's the best one I can come up with at this moment. But yeah, your decisions do determine your destiny, and oftentimes, men uh, are stuck in holding patterns because of traumatic experiences. Um, and because and as a result, a lack of faith, a lack of trust, a lack of um, belief in themselves that they have what it takes to succeed and to win. I wrote a book called Win From Within. And I all, and uh, uh, in that book, I talk about um, I give men the tools to um, overcome their past so that they can um, conquer their present and dominate in their future. And. In order to win externally, it has to start within. It has to start within. You have to deal with you. You got to um, be brave enough. You have to be bold enough to face uh, you, to face the, the, your fear, to face um, the, the, the voices in your head that scare you. You have to be able to speak to things that, you know, that really knock you off of your square in order for you to become the best version that you were created to be. Um, but as it relates to like your mistakes and what you may have done and because there's some brothers out there that have some real obstacles where, you know, maybe because of their life, they were incarcerated and they have a felony and they have, you know, there's so many other, there's so many things and layers. Um, and ultimately beyond whatever the layers are, um, if you are committed, if you are consistent, half of the battle is consistency, right? Half of the yeah. battle is consistency, just continuing to show up and not accepting no for an answer. Man, you know, Doc, what 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 was a time that somebody really tried to block you or told you no, you you couldn't? Like th- this is beyond you. Oh, yeah. I, um, well, there's the guidance counselors I mentioned, but there's another instance. Uh, there was a, a particular few people in, in public relations who said, you know, my story didn't really have much value. I only think I had one book to my name at the time. Uh, they were managing some of the, the greatest of, um, amongst us. If I were to name names, you know who they were. And I had to understand that no means new opportunity. Mm. Uh, you know, rejection is direction. Rejection is redirection. And what I began to do is use that negative steam to power my dream. You know, I, I, I love the challenge of being told no. I love the challenge of people thinking that I can't do something because uh, I'm going to delete the letter T off the word can and turn into what I can do. Never was Shut the greatest reader. So I always read the word uh, impossible as I'm possible. And so to uh, see that and to understand that uh, I can overcome obstacles, uh, this is what it's all about. And I think that's what we as men have to understand and do. We have to, yes, tap into our most. We have to tap into our vulnerability. We have to understand that vulnerability is not weakness, it's strength. 
But we also have to get to the place to say, you know what, uh, you can't fight what you refuse to face. You mm. can't address what you won't confess. You can't heal from what you refuse to deal with. Um, you, 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 you always uh, trip over things when you're ego tripping. You always fall. And so if we don't really address our pain and even some of the ramifications behind it, we'll always bleed on people who didn't cut us mm. rather than cutting our teeth into our purpose. And so uh, I think that's really what it comes down to. It boils down to with that aspect. Uh, what may have been painful can ultimately become purposeful. Yeah, man. Listen, yo, I don't I don't even want to mess with that. Listen, you just said a mouthful that I just think it speaks volumes. Um, man, how can people follow you? How can they get in touch with you? How where we, where can we see you? Yeah, Um you know, I like to say the revolution, I don't be televised, it'll be digitized. And Man, so uh, connect with me. <laughs> uh, connect with me at, uh, on my website, uh, eddieconnor.com, E-D-D-I-E-C-O-N-N-O-R. Put some respect on my name, C-O-N-N-O-R.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We don't stop at Eddie Connor, J-R, E-D-D-I-E-C-O-N-N-O-R-J-R. And then Connect with me. Join my academy where we empower you to soar into success and purpose. It's called the Eagles Academy. We're calling you, causing you to mount up on wings as an eagle. And I turn your purpose into profit, your ideas into income, your contacts into contracts. Let's go. Transformation of what it is. Uh, www.theeaglesacademy.com. Yo, did did y'all get that? Like that, that's, 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 yeah. Can I take a class on how to be as smooth as you? Like, is there, is there, do you teach that in the in the academy? I, you know, I, I'm a speaker myself, but I'm like, I, I just, I just need the, the, I just, it just rolls off your tongue like you just smooth, like yo. I'm like, I'm I, glad I, you asked. We t- we talk about uh, motivational speaking and and really how to share your story, developing your identity as a speaker, all that in the academy, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, now see that I know how to do, but I'm just I I need this I need the one liner class. Like, <laughs> it, I just need like a one liner class. Like that's the Baptist side of you. That's what that is. That's the Baptist side. Them Baptist y'all, the Baptist preachers. They they them one liners is it, boy. Like and you, <laughs> you you got it. You have it. Man, I, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot of media training too, because you know the Baptist preachers got a three point sermon. When you're doing media, you got to put it into one. Listen, I, let me know. <laughs> I want to take that class. Everybody, Dr. Connor will be doing a one liner class um, exclusively <laughs> on the I Am Man podcast. All right, listen, I love y'all. Y'all have a good one. Yo, follow Dr. Connor. He's amazing. Yo, peace out.